The biggest tenancy law reform in 35 years will be with us in a month. Some landlords really don't like it. One investor, for example, says it'll mean he leaves properties vacant as it would just be too hard to evict people when he's ready to redevelop. He buys old places and does them up or knocks them down and rebuilds. So is it all doom and gloom? or a rebalancing of power in the relationship between landlords and tenants. Anthony Appleton Tattersall is an accountant specialising in property. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Morning. Hi. Uh, Hi, Tim. Good morning. Thanks for having me. What is the big one? What is the issue landlords are most worried about here? Um, So the major issue that the feedback that I'm getting from most of my clients is that it's it's not a single issue in itself. It's, It's the progressively more responsibilities and costs being pushed on them over time. Uh, if, if I had to choose the, the biggest one in, in my personal experience, it would be the changes to, to the tenancy law coming up that make it more difficult to evict tenants uh, based on antisocial behaviour or that sort of thing. Um, it's, it's, it's a significant change to, to the... the Sorry, uh, the oh, the ninety day no cause eviction rule, which they yeah. they've always called it no cause. Of course, there's there's always a cause for any eviction. All right, is that a justified concern in your view? Uh, justified? There's, so there's it really depends on your perspective. Um, in in my opinion, the the removal of the ninety day no cause tenancy law, it's it's not really necessary. It's only affecting uh, the numbers I've read are about two to three percent of tenants in a given year, and they tend to be for reasons of antisocial behaviour. Um, in some cases, persistent rent arrears or, or or other you know minor reasons that you need to get rid of a poor tenant. But um, for the most part, the the ninety day no cause eviction doesn't affect most good tenants out there. Um, landlords would still be able to get people out of their homes for reasons of sale or renovation or um, moving in themselves. I, I don't think that it's a necessary change. So it, it could just have been left that particular area. What about uh, some of the other reforms? So, uh, landlords now have to install fibre if they're asked to, uh, provided it doesn't cost them, I believe. Uh, you can't list a rental without actually setting the rental price anymore. Yeah, a, a lot of the changes are good and and well justified. Um, the ability for tenants to get fibre makes a lot of sense. Um, I think it was really silly that landlords could say no to that to begin with. Um, the ability for tenants to make minor changes to the property, it seems like a good thing as well. I... I don't see why tenants shouldn't be able to hang pictures on the wall um, to make minor changes. The The issue there is that minor changes hasn't been well defined, so it will take a while of testing through the Tenancy Tribunal, which on the whole isn't terribly landlord positive. Okay. Um, so we'll see just how far minor changes get. Is it okay for a tenant to repaint the interior of the house, for example? Um, does it? And, does it? Yeah. I'm sorry. Does it make being a landlord unviable? And uh, no, absolutely not. So I, I operate a, a specialist property accounting firm. I've got dozens of property investor clients, and and I'm an investor myself with uh, four yeah, with four rental properties. 
Um, I am selling one of those presently, but it's completely unrelated to these laws. Uh, as, as I see it, it's it's going to make things a little bit more complex. You're going to see more people using professional property managers instead of instead of managing themselves. Uh, but I think that's probably a good direction to head in anyway. Uh, but in the long term, I, I only see positives for landlording and property investment in New Zealand. Appreciate your time this morning, Anthony Appleton Tattersall, who is an accountant specialising in property.